Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is Rick Wirtz with Faithful Fathering, the founder and president. And our mission is to encourage and equip dads to be faithful fathers. And the vision is to uh, encourage the church and reinvigorate the church on the fathering front. Encourage dads to raise a godly generation and uh, reinvigorate the church on the fathering front. This podcast series, we're talking about uh, leading the family through Advent to Christmas because there's a lot of things going on that uh, can distract. And we, uh, uh, whether it's the news cycle, whether it's just the busyness at work, there's a lot of things that can can uh, distract dads, and we end up leading more secularly by example through Christmas than we want. We want to, we want to of course, lead spiritually by example, as uh, the definition of a faithful father in, insinuates. So the uh, the goal is to uh, lead the way through Advent to Christmas and, uh, and talk about, we uh, talked last time about uh, the light of hope and the idea of, of using the Advent model to lead our way, lead our family toward Christmas. Uh, this time I'd like to talk a little bit more about our faith to uh, discuss uh, what it means to uh, practice our faith, to, to help our kids catch our faith. And, uh, you know, I, our, uh, in the studio with us is Robert Valle. It's a blessing to have him here. Thank you. We're going to be uh, talking as we go through this uh, particular podcast. But uh, I, I will share that our son was uh, blessed to uh, wrap up his collegiate baseball career in uh, a school in Mississippi. And he came back from Mississippi after a couple of years there with uh, loving a couple of things. One was uh, love of fishing. He uh, fell in love with fishing there. And second was were, uh, some of the sayings that they had uh, there in Mississippi. One was... Uh, are you smelling what I'm stepping in? And that is, that, you know, are you really catching what I'm, are you listening to what I'm saying? And another one was, uh, are you picking up what I'm laying down? And again, the same thing. Are you really, are you taking value in what I have to say to you? And, and I think that kind of stuck with me is that, uh, dads, are your kids picking up what you're laying down? And uh, are you laying down something you want them to pick up? Right. Amen. And uh, so we, we have to think about that and, Make sure that as we go into this second week of Advent, uh, talking about the candle that represents faith, Christians uh, have uh, the faith that Christians have in the miracle conception and birth of our Lord Jesus in Bethlehem. Born of the Virgin Mary, uh, the Savior came into the world. And uh, while Mary did not know how it would be possible for her to, uh, her response to Gabriel reflected a devout faith in God. She said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be done to me according to your word. That's Luke one thirty six. You see, Mary had picked up the faith that her parents laid down through their teachings and example. So uh, I, I just throw that out there to you. Uh, you, you know, there's some things that you've said or some things that you've done that your kids picked up. You say, ooh, I may not have done that. I may, I may well, not that, that's what really stands out to me is when, when, when you say that, you know, are you are you picking up what I'm laying down? What are, what are we laying down? And Sometimes it ain't pretty, Rick. Yeah. You know, sometimes we, you know, we want to think that we can, we're, we're laying down everything we're supposed to and you look back, you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have laid that down. And that, that's that I believe that's a good opportunity to tell my children, daddy's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And I made a mistake and I should I'll tell you a quick story. We were in New York City here recently for a trip for my son and we were in the subway at, in, at nighttime. And, uh, you know, person that looked like they were living there in the subway station I turn around and the guy is hitting, the guy hits my father with his phone charger 
And I turn around and I get upset with the guy. Just I get into defense mode defending my father and my son gets a little scared. And thankfully, we walked away and everything was fine. But in hindsight, I had to tell my son, son, the wisest thing would have probably been for us to continue walking. And I I didn't set a good example for you there because we don't know what could have happened there. So Mm. what I was laying down wasn't something that I was proud of. Mm. It was more instinct than me really thinking about it and and deciding what's the right move. Because we're we're strangers there. We didn't know anybody there. And there were some of the other guy's friends there. So it could have been ugly. Sure, sure. Um, Thankfully... It wasn't, but you know, that was a good example of me laying down something that I wish I would not have laid down in front of my son. That's a great point. And, uh, and I think as you look at the Christmas season, sometimes we're trying to buy gifts. We're trying to hurry this and do that. Then we're, we're conveying, we're laying down a, a secular view of, of the holidays right. you know, versus a, uh, the, the spiritual side that sure. we're really leaning down. So whether it's our language, whether it's our actions, but, but what I particularly take uh, note of is that you, you talked it over with your son afterwards. I did. So you want to make sure that whatever he picked up, that that was discarded and that he picked up the right stuff. Yes, sir. And uh, that's sometimes we don't learn that for several years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I always, I have a grown son and I said, you know, remember, you were just supposed to get all my good qualities, <laughs> yeah. not my bad ones, right? <laughs> so, uh, but but the, the intentionality that you show there is exactly what we're talking about as we lead into Christmas. How, are, how intentional are we in laying out, you know, why we get a Christmas tree, why we put lights on the tree, why are we getting, what's the joy of gift giving versus gift receiving, right. you know, these types of things that allow us to uh, to lay that out. So, uh, at the again, I, I go back to uh, that re- relationship between Elizabeth and Mary. I, I love this passage from Luke uh, chapter 1, 41, 45 says, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt inside her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and your child will be blessed. How could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For as you see, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leapt in for joy inside me. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what was spoken to her. So that's, again, is that faith that Mary had, she received, and then to know that, of course, we're talking about John the Baptist leapt inside of Elizabeth is quite a quite a moment, and uh, quite a moment of validation for Mary that, uh, you know, Mary's faith and trust in the Lord was affirmed when she first visited, when she visited her cousin Elizabeth. So uh, similarly, the faith of a dad that a dad lays down is affirmed as he sees his kids mature. Whether dad lays down faith in the world, in religion, or in Christ, children will pick up his lead. Well, you know, I, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, Rick, um, before you started faithful faithful fathering, what were you laying down? Faith in what? Faith mm-hmm. in career, faith in, in uh, things of this world. Am I right? That's Financial that's security financial was security. the goal, the elusive right. goal, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what I didn't want the kids to catch. And, right. in fact, that was a – that was a uh, came back when, I, when we worked in Norway. I was working 16, 18 hours, and I came back uh, one uh, midday on a Saturday, actually, and my son had things spread out all over the table and said, look, Dad, I have two jobs like you do. And I thought – 
you know that that's not uh, that's that's not what I wanted to convey, right? And right. Uh, so those are those are uh, how far uh, off center our priorities can get sometimes if we aren't really thinking and and being intentional in uh, working through uh, leading spiritually by example. Amen. So uh, I was certainly leading secularly. That's right. For sure. So, uh, so tips to lay down a faith in Jesus uh, that kids want to pick up. I say, uh, again, lead a family discussion time around faith with some candid vulnerability. You know, what, what were your experiences or some Christmas experiences you remember that were just spot on as a kid? Uh, one memory that I do have is we moved to Chicago when I was four years old, and we did not have money for a Christmas tree. And... My mom, being the loving mother that she is, she bought a green cloth and cut out a Christmas tree out of a, a green cloth, put it up on the wall, and that was our Christmas tree. Hmm. Um, that's really one of the most vivid memories I have as a child of Christmas. Uh, but but it showed me that material stuff isn't really that important. It's mm-hmm. it's. It's the intentionality behind it, and my mom was just doing what she could with what she had mm-hmm. um, to show her love for us and yeah. to, to try to bring the, again, more secular Christmas spirit, but to to put some of that out there for us to, to enjoy as, as little kids, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and that's that's really the the key. I think that's some of our favorite Christmases. We were in, we were below the poverty line as well, but I I just always remember Ma would take us to mass, and uh, those types of experiences were uh, uh, the the uh, reflection of of what it really meant from right. a Christian standpoint sure. versus a materialistic standpoint. Right. So uh, I think in our case, it was my mother that led the way and led the way spiritually because Amen. she always prayed for us. She always uh, got us to mass. Mass and uh, and and certainly, uh, you know, as an altar boy growing up, the opportunity to serve at a midnight mass was really a, the the epitome of right. of what you wanted to do as an altar boy. So I enjoyed that. But and and today, I think it's important to to lead those discussions that uh, kind of pull us away because there's just so much going on in the world. You know, whether it's a, a news cycle or whether it's simply uh, what everybody else is getting for Christmas. Right. You know, that's that's a lot of pressure on parents today. Another one I always say is read Hebrews 11.1 1 as a family and discuss what, uh, uh, you know, the, the reality of what is hoped for and the proof of what is not seen. That's what the author of Hebrews, uh, how he defines faith. I always like to share this, uh, Reverend Tony Evans' uh, unique definition of faith. He says, faith is acting like something is so even when it is not so in order that it might be so simply because God God said so. Amen. <laughs> that sounds like Tony Evans, doesn't it? That's right. <laughs> so uh, another challenge I put out there for dads is to discuss what you're laying down that reflects your faith with a friend. Uh, I, I use the example if uh, anyone's seen the Show Me the Father movie, uh, Sherman Smith in there at, at one point references that after he accepted Christ, a friend of his came up to him and says, you know, if you're going to keep living the way you're living, please stop telling everybody you're a Christian. 
And that was a wake-up call to him, you know. Oh, yeah. And I, I think uh, as we work with core groups of dads and churches uh, across the city and across uh, where, whatever church, that's one thing we do uh, for those out there. We, we establish core groups of dads in churches to start a fathering movement in the church. But uh, one of the things I challenge these dads to do is to make sure that uh, you're holding each other accountable, uh, that you're being vulnerable, and that what you are prioritizing as a dad— but then you're making sure that you are prioritizing the right stuff. How are you doing at prioritizing your physical presence? How are you doing at engaging emotionally? And are you indeed leading spiritually by example? So these are the things that, that we can ask a friend to say, am I laying down what I, what I want to lay down? <laughs> so, uh, well, the, the two miracle births of John the Baptist and of uh, and the, America, the virgin birth of Jesus the Christ, certainly one prepared the way for the Lord, and, and of course, one was the way to God. And uh, so I've laid down many mixed messages around the holidays over the years and have disconnected from the true reason for the season. The, the charge I give out to dads now is simply to lay down the right stuff and reflect the faith the kids need to see faith in the miracle birth of the Christ child that first Christmas morning. So uh, lay down uh, a faith in Jesus Christ that the kids want to pick up. That's the dad you're called to be, and that's the dad your kids need to see. God bless. Godspeed.